0: friends are you tired of mediocre are you tired of church as usual are you seeking a deeper relationship with God are you that one who probably for years you are at the same place or probably you are getting food but you still believe that there's something much more that you so desire to experience with God that you have not yet tapped into Then stay tuned for the requirements for the deep on Moving into Purpose podcast. Hey, world changers, did you feel that? Yeah, I know. Something is in the making. Yeah, you are anticipating something great from God too, right? I am. But before we get into episode 19, The Requirements for the Deep with Prophet Tyrone Thomas, I just want to ask you a question. Did you tune into our previous episode with Joe Gay Lawrence on exposing the spirit of shame? It's right before this one. And trust me, you wouldn't want to miss that episode for anything. At one point in the episode, I was like, "God, what are you doing?" Listen, very powerful episode. Do me a favor. As you listened, share to as many friends as you can. Trust me, every single strings was it. You might just find something that will bless your heart. Share, share, share. Hello there friends, joining us today to share with us on the requirements for the deed is an intercessor, a mouthpiece for the Lord, a relative, a brother in Christ, a faithful one, who I personally got the chance to watch his upbringing of Christianity up to this point of his walk with the Lord and ministry, that is Prophet Tyrone Thomas. And I know many of you who are familiar with me personally would have heard me talk about our childhood experience and our friendship growing up together, even from our early stage of Christianity, where Tyrone used to wake us up in the morning to pray, without even going any further. Hello dear Tyrone. Welcome to my podcast.
1: Hello, How are you?
0: I am well. Thank you, my brother. How
1: are you? I am blessed.
0: I am happy to hear that. I am happy to hear that. So how is everything, though, with you? You know, being that the pandemic is whole there's so many things going on in the world. You know, so many news, bad news, good news. You know, how is everything? How are you taking everything? What is the Lord saying to you?
1: Everything is okay. We should right. not hear the pandemic as an and as an absent of God. God is always speaking. Even mm. in this pandemic, God is speaking. God is always speaking to his people. The problem we are having is that we are not at the place at times to cheer or we are too busy to cheer. There, there, there is a moment in every believer's life where you have to be still. Be still and know that he is God. So in this pandemic, God is saying, be still and know that I am God because it's not by my life. Neither is it by power, but it's by my spirit. And they that wait mm-hmm. upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength. They will mount upon wings like an eagle. So in the season, my word to the body and to every believer is to learn to be still learn to listen to that voice that is telling you to be still my child, be right. still my daughter. It is well with thee. it is well.
0: Amen amen and and that's so true because if we practice being still if we practice you know knowing that regardless of what happened you know god is there we won't have to go through you know the frustration of thinking that he has left us because he said that he's, he's with us even until the very end amen so i love that but before we get into our conversation and the requirements for the deep I want you to tell us, where are you coming from before you met Christ? You know, where are you coming from?
1: That's a question I was looking forward for you to ask. Not only you, but wherever I go, I like to take the opportunity to share where I am coming from, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: It's an indication of the growth and where God is taking you from and how Good God is, or oh, God can turn something that is nothing to, to nobody into something that is, he that is, that is a blessing to everybody. So where I am coming from, right? We came from a Rastafarian background. Mr. Right. Dan and I, we we brought up in a Rastafarian background. We we didn't know anything about Christ. We didn't know that there was. A, a specific God. We don't even know the name of this God. Only thing we would normally hear mm-hmm. is and John Rastafari, and <laughs> we would actually hear that Jesus Christ is a white man or his eyes right? are not blue, and religion is this, and religion is that, church people, wicked church people, that. So we, we, we were in that environment where we had the opportunity to is either we are going to choose Jesus or we are going to stick to the Rastafarian faith. And I believe that if God himself had never had an encounter with me, I believe that even today, maybe I would be still following the Rastafarian tradition and saying that, hey, there is no God and I found God and Telasi is the only God and all of that crap.
0: Right. Right. So you hear that, you know, Theron, as as you were talking about the Rastafarian, you know, uh belief that we grew up and know. You know, I was just, you know, looking back at them that times in our very own, even when we just came to Christ and we gave our life to, to Jesus, you know, we used to struggle because it was as if they were thinking that we would have accepted the same belief, but God had it a different way. You know, and so I was just here thinking about it. But (laughs) thank God we are now saved. You know, in the we're we're now still in the process. And so like, I'm Christ found us. I'm happy that we came to Christ. And you know, to be honest with you, coming to Christ has opened our eyes so much. And I love in questions like this because I want those who are out there probably. You know, probably in a Rastafarian home, probably in a different, you know, religion, different practice to know that, you know, where we are coming from, knowing that we're coming from that place to the light, you know. And so I love that, Tyrone. but so Tyrone, tell us the place we're at right now in God, when you just started in the faith, did you actually see yourself at this place where you're at a place of growth, you're growing, you know, did you actually see yourself there? (laughs)
1: that's a powerful question for many people they will say no I I have not seen myself at this place I didn't even know that I would actually be serving God but for me even in the home that we grew up in where Rastafarian was the talk of the day Rastafarian was the topic of the day even in that moment the Lord would actually give me visions visions that I never mentioned to anyone visions that I would have to keep to myself and I remember one time the Lord gave me a vision and he showed me myself standing before millions of people I was prophesying I was preaching I was doing healing I was doing discernment all sorts of operations that I did not knew about and I could not go to anyone because all we know about was was the fear and we were not permitted to talk about it. Christianity right. in the home. So what I did, my sister, I remember I write the visions. I began to write the visions. It is mm-hmm. important for us to always write the vision. Write what the Spirit of God is showing you. Write what He says, what He is saying to you. If He said something tomorrow or if He says something tonight or last week, write it down. It is very important. So what I did, I began to write the visions. And when I write the visions, I would actually repeat it to myself, telling myself that I, this is where I need to be. And I remember coming to Christ. I remember I found in the book of Habakkuk, Habakkuk chapter 2 and verse 3. And this is what the word of the Lord says. And the Lord answered me and said unto me, write the vision and make it plain upon tables that he may read it, they run it with it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and it shall not tarry. Glory be to God. Wait, wait for it because it will surely come and it will not tarry. So what I did, I write the vision. That is step one. But some of us, we we know how to write the vision. But I moved to step two. This is step two. I All would right. actually look on the vision and then I would create a picture of the vision. So what oh, I right. did, I remember the, the clothing that I had on. I remember I was dressed in a white gown with golds on it. So what I did, I created that very same gown. And every morning when I get up, I would look at that thing and I would say, that is where God is taking me. I don't know how I'm going to be there, but that is where he's taking me. So, yes, Sister Dan, where I am at now, I am am proud to say that before I started walking with the Lord, I have visions. Glory be to God. The Bible tells us in Proverbs 29 and verse 18, Where there is no vision, my people perish. And I believe that it's because of that vision that God would actually show me the different types of vision. I would actually write them down, I repeat it to myself, I will tell myself that. You are going to be great. You are going to preach the gospel. You are going to move from one dimension to a dimension. You are going to grow in the spirit. You are going to preach. You are going to prophesy. You are going to heal. So I would repeat the vision to myself until my spirit now, when I repeat it to myself, my spirit began to expand. My spirit began to make room for the vision because the, though the vision wait, the Bible says that the vision, it shall not tarry because the That same vision will speak one day. It will speak. So my first step was to write the vision. And writing the vision, I I am proud to say that, yes, where I am now or even before I started walking with the Lord. And when I started walking with the Lord, I had an expectation of where I was going.
0: Right. Right. It's as if getting the vision now allows you as a person to desire much more. You know, and I love that because as you begin to like write the visions down, you begin to desire to seek after God for for the more for that place where you believe God is taking you. And I just love that, Tyrone. I just love how you mention about writing the visions down. You know, and so for me personally, Tyrone, you must know um, when I just came to Christ, I was so timid. One of the things that I struggle with was you know just the spirit of fear fear of what people might think fear of pe- what people might say i was so timid like i would say to timothy <laughs> just so timid. And I saw myself at this place where i'm able to talk to people where i'm able to to grow in the knowledge and the understanding of god but for sure sometime before now i had certain passion i had passion of interviewing people i had passion of talking to people and 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 those were godly passion because it was some some wanted to develop in me you know for me to reach at this stage and even you know further and and so if you could trace from that time it would only take us here You know, and so, yeah, I love that. And I fully understand where you're coming from. Growth is really good. But what have you learned over the years about faith growing and maturing in God? Is faith important for maturity? You know, does it require faith for you to mature and grow in God? Did you get to the point where you realize that in order for me to grow, I would have to Make certain sacrifices. How did determination adds to that, and how did being consistent adds to your growth and maturity in God, your own?
1: The Bible tells us in Hebrew that mm-hmm. without faith, it is impossible to please God. Right. For he that comes to God must believe that mm-hmm. that that is that is a powerful scripture. So to right. access any kind of growth. In the spirit and in God, you must have faith. If you don't have faith, there will be no growth. So, what have I learned? I I have learned to trust him, knowing confidently that he is a rewarder. The Bible tells us that he is a rewarder to them that diligently seek him. So I had to go after him diligently I had to go after him with all my might with all my will with all my emotions Hebrews chapter 11 and verses this is what it says but without faith it is impossible to please him for he that cometh to God must believe that he is a rewarder to them that diligently seek him. So I have learned to seek him with all my heart. I have learned to submit. I have learned to surrender. I have learned to be still and know that he is the anchor. I have learned to know that he is God and that he is God all by myself. All by himself. Right. And in order for me to get to another level that I have never seen before. In order for me to grow in faith. Mm-hmm. Growing in faith, it is required of time, patient. Glory be to God. And reading the word. If you are not familiar with the word, then you are not familiar with the things of God. So getting closer to him, I had to read the word daily. Glory be to God. I soon share something that is important later on I will share it this is this is the reason why many of us struggle what I will share later on but I had to learn how to grab I had to learn how to let go and let god have his way i had to learn how to trust him trust him even when i don't see him i know that he is there he is the one that is leading me so we must learn how to trust him because if we don't know how to trust him how will we allow him to lead us
0: yeah tyrone i i love that you know, but I'd love to ask this question, though, as it comes to my heart. Was it a matter of hunger, though? Because why I asked that question, you know, why, why why were you that, like, determined, consistent? Because I watched you praying in the morning, being consistently going before God. Was it a matter of hunger that, that allow you to reach at this level that you're at right now? Because I, I've watched you pray. I've watched you fast being consistently going before God, you know, seeking the Lord? Was it a matter of hunger?
1: Yes, you have to be hungry. Let let me give you an example.
0: Thank you, Jesus.
1: If if there is a man on the street and he doesn't eat for days, Mm -hmm. even when you come and give him water, the water still cannot quench his hunger. So the only thing that will quench his hunger is when you give him food. Right. So, my spirit was hungry for the mm-hmm. things of God and for the word of God. So, there was an hunger inside of me wanting to go deep. There was an hunger inside of me chasing after the things of God. There's an hunger inside of me. They say, Hey, this is not where God wants you to be. You need to get to the next level. And because mm-hmm. of that hunger, you know what that hunger did? That hunger begins to create fire inside of me. And when that fire began to blaze, I did not want that fire to go out. So I would lock myself in the room for days praying, glory be to God. I would stay in the closet. It is important for us to stay in the closet because when you pray in the closet, the Father will seize you in the closet. The Bible says that he will reward you openly. So yes, there was an hunger. Everyone under the sound of my voice, you have to have an hunger. There must be a burning desire for the things of God. If there is no burning, something is wrong. Your spirit will always heal for the things of God, but your flesh will always heal for the things of the flesh. This is why Jesus said unto us, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Glory be to God. He says that the carnally minded man cannot understand the things of the spirit because they are spiritually discerned so my spirit was interacting with the creator the creator the one who created me and when my spirit began to interact with him it developed an hunger i wanted more i couldn't have enough even when i would spend 5 hours 7 hours Glory be to God, 13 hours in the presence of God. The moment I come out of the room, there is an hunger. say, hey, you have have removed too fast. Go back on your knees again and pray. Wait on the Lord. He's coming. Even when I don't see him, I know that he is there. So that hunger keeps me pushing, pushing, pushing. And, And I have a word for you even now push until something happens it doesn't matter what is before you push with that hunger that hunger will always allow you to strive after the things of God so hunger is very important Mm
0: -hmm. and I love that and that's why I ask you about consistency you know because just you before god just going before him day and night night and day early in the mornings whenever a lot of us were not consistently going before him we're not and that is systems who hunger and thirst after righteousness this was a promise he said Absolutely. they shall be different. you know and so that 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 is what we will experience that that is what we will get from god when we are hungry enough to go after him so that's how maturity and growth comes in you know Tyrone, once i thought that a relationship with god it has to do with you and i (laughs) me and them but i gave to the understanding that it's a personal walk and just like any other relationship that we work to maintain it's the same thing for the lord and us we have to be consistent in our meeting time with god keeping up with our prayer life and our work we can't practice visiting because a lot of us are visitors to that place, that secret place. But we should practice abiding, continuing at a place with God, at that place with God. And so definitely growing will be inevitable, unavoidable, because we are consistently going before God. As we mentioned, the scripture tells us that in Matthew 5, that, that if we hunger and thirst after righteousness, God is going to fill us up. You know, and so growing and maturing, Will have to do with a lot of things, including abiding consistency and service. Thank you so much, Tyrone. Tyrone, what in your life from your early stage and how you used to pray and seek the Lord, what other level of sacrifice, otherwise from prayer, did it take for you to reach to this level that you're at right now? So, apart from prayer, what other sacrifice did you do?
1: That is really, buff. that's a powerful question. Right. Very, very, very powerful. But this is, this, this is what I want to say to you. Um, it doesn't matter your righteousness before God. Your righteousness before him, the Bible says, are like filthy rights Right? And I want persons to understand that it doesn't matter how much you give to the sanctuary or how much you pray or how much you fast. If it's not sincerely from the depths of your heart, you are praying in vain. Mm-hmm. you are praying in vain so this is the key point that I want to bring out to every individual, we are talking about going deeper, the requirements of being deep in God and what yeah. I had to do, my sister I had to kill myself it is very right. important the Bible says that if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature all things have passed away and behold, all things have become new. Right. So the only way for you to go deeper in God, you must learn how to kill yourself daily. That is very, very important. If you are not killing the flesh daily, then you cannot go deeper. You cannot move in God. Self right. must be crucified. Your flesh must daily. The old man must always be buried. For some of us, this is what preventing us from moving from one level. Yes, we are fasting. Yes, we are praying. Yes, we are giving and we are saying, God, how comes I am not able to move to that level and I'm doing all of this? This is what is stopping you. Self is within the way. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you just remove self from out of the way and allow the Holy Spirit to take over, then you will see a change in your life, a change in your growth, a change in your ministry. So what I had to do, I had to pray that God will kill myself, kill the flesh, kill the fleshly desire of the world. Glory be to God. The Bible tells us that we should love not the world, neither the things of this world. Glory be to God. So I had to detox my mentality. Glory be to God. A change must take place. But this is where the change is going to take place. It is not going to take place on the whole side. The change is going to take place from within the mind. Glory be to right. God. The mind has to be changed. So 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17 says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. And we know that there must be a newness. Glory be to God. You cannot walk with Christ and you still have the whole man. Glory be to God. Galatians chapter 5 and verse 16. This I say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the loss of the flesh. So if you if you don't kill the flesh, you will always fulfill the loss of the flesh. And this is what is stopping us. This is what is hindering us. We we are so easily puffed up, we are so easily distracted, glory be to God, we are so easily fleshly led, glory be for they that are led by the spirit, they are called the sons of God, glory be to God, so I had to kill myself, I said Lord, let your own be crucified and let the Holy Spirit be seen, let your spirit let your glory, let your anointing seen before me so my biggest sacrifice was killing myself <laughs> Wow. that was my biggest it, it wasn't much it wasn't so much about the prior part or reading the word or fasting self was in the way self was preventing the power of god self was preventing the move of god self was presenting was preventing the overflow self was preventing me from getting to the next level and the lord said hey you have to kill yourself you have to kill the flesh and then you will be able to walk in the spirit because now when you are walking in the spirit you will see as oh jesus see you will think as oh jesus think the bible says let the mind that is in christ also be in you, so when your mind is being renewed, there is a change that takes place on the mind, in the mind, and then that change will reflect on the outside.
0: Oh, thank you, Jesus. I love that. Oh, that hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Killing yourself, die to self, carnality, fleshy things. You know, that is so true Oh, thank you G. that is so true Tyrone. and I love how you mention that because some of us we are praying we're and we say God we are doing everything else but we are not seeing any change we are not able to go deeper in you but this is it this is it dying to self
1: as you know, long as self is in the way you will not move from that level
0: right I don't know it was Peter or 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 john who said you know i may decrease so that god may increase you know yes. decrease himself so that god himself may increase within us oh i yes. love that you know. but what what would you say is the definition or what do you consider to be the deep though so, you know we talk about the requirements of the deep we preach the deep we prophesy going deeper in god we, we, we teach the deep, but
1: what is the deep? Very important question. Many people will actually mix the manifestation of being deep. Miracle sign and wonders, they are the manifestation, right? So right. I don't want us to really mix the manifestation of operating deep. Glory be to God if we examine Jesus Christ's ministry and how he taught the disciples, Jesus taught them different. He wanted them to to move from one level to another level. Not only moving from one level to another level but he wanted to show them how it may be possible. It is not so much about how you are praying, the long the long prayers that you pray, the 40 mm-hmm. days of prayer, glory be to God, it Is not so much about you giving today and tomorrow you don't give. The requirements of being deep, it is based upon love. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is based upon love. If you cannot walk according to how Jesus required us to walk, If you cannot love your neighbor, if you cannot forgive, if you cannot let go, if you cannot, glory be to God. Allow the Spirit of God to use you, then you are not deep. Mm -hmm. A man can call down fire from heaven. But when you check his life, when you check the fruit, by the fruit, the fruits are very important so if you don't have the fruit of the spirit, not the flesh the fruit of the spirit once you are walking in the fruit of the spirit let me emphasize on fruit once you are walking in the Fruit of the Spirit. This is my requirements of being deep. I'm not so much considered about the signs. Yes, the sign and wonders will come. Signs and wonders will come to them that believe. But the fruit is very important. You okay. must be able to walk in the fruit of the Spirit. Glory be to the Lamb of Jesus Christ. I want to give you a scripture. Glory be to God. Galatians chapter 5 and verse 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love. Joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness goodness and faith glory so this is my requirement of being deep. you must be able to walk according to Galatians chapter 5 and verse 22 by the fruit of the spirit and if you look at the first one that listed how the fruit it is love God is love and the characteristic of God is that he gave the characteristic of his love is that he gave but God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Glory be to God. You must be able to love even your very enemies. Yes, that yes, this is very, this is so deep for some people. You must be able to love the one that persecute, to love the one that betray you love the one that set you up love the one that criticise you glory be to God For my Bible tells me that they that bless you shall be blessed and they that curse you shall be cursed so mm-hmm. so this is my definition of being deep you must be able to walk according to Galatians chapter 5 and verse 22 right and and so
0: and, and add to that uh, Tyrone 1 Corinthians 2 and verse 1 to 13, Paul spoke about things which the eyes have not seen and the hearers have not heard and which have not entered the hearts of men. He said such things are, are, are revealed through the Holy Spirit to teach us and bring us into all truth. And so the deep, in other words, is the mystery of God. It's that greater level where God will begin to show you unspeakable things, spiritual wisdom that cannot be discerned by mere men, but by God's spirit. And as you mentioned, the fruit, certain things that are required for us to go deeper with his love. There are certain things, there are certain foundations that is required for us to learn and for God himself to reveal certain things to us. And, in, and so, and I love that. Thank you so much.
1: You okay, know, let me add to it, Sister Diane. If, if you have a mango tree mm-hmm. and when it, when it is harvest time, you expect to reap a mango from off the tree, right? Mm-hmm. and if you go to that mango tree when it is harvest time and you see an orange on the tree you would be confused
0: Right? you would
1: say to yourself what kind of tree is this I, I expected mango to be on the tree mm-hmm. and I am seeing orange there is some kind of perversion happening here mm-hmm. and this is the problem when God says according to Galatians chapter 5 and verse 22 the fruit of the spirit When it comes to check your tree, Mm -hmm. if there are not these requirements, if these requirements are not there, God will say something is wrong with this tree. Mm -hmm. All right, look at it. The Bible says that when Jesus went to the the fig tree, the fig tree had leaf. And if we know anything about the fig tree, when the leaves appeared on the fig tree, the fruit will appear also. (laughs) so when Jesus checked the tree expecting that the fruit should be on the tree, there was no fruit the Bible says that he cursed the tree mm-hmm. and when he passed it by the, the next day the tree was dried up this is right. what will happen to many of us when he tricks our trees if there is nothing according to Galatians chapter 5 and verse 22 chances are our tree will be dried up so it is important to have the food of the spirit. Wow. <laughs> You're That's still there, awesome. sister exactly. there. We don't even start going deep as yet. We we're still we we're still go it. We still go <going>. it.
0: <laughs> you know, Tyrone, apart from love, you know, what are other requirements for experience certain, you know, levels in God? What are the other requirements apart from love, apart from you know, the the, the fruits of the spirit as we mentioned? What are the other requirements? Is that God will unlock certain things to us. You know. I, you know, I, one I, of the things I, that one of the things that I believe the Bible spoke about, he said the secret of the Lord is with them that fear him. <laughs> certain wisdom that we will get from God. You know, we have to have certain things like the fear of the Lord. A you know, lot of us we do not we do certain things we don't honor God and we don't respect Him. So I believe the fear of the Lord is one of them. But you can continue. You were saying something.
1: That is that is a very powerful question. Very, very, very powerful question. And I have just the answer for some of us. I have the answer right here for you guys. It's a very profound question, but I want to look on. Revelation chapter 4 and verse 1 and I will mm-hmm. read the scripture after this I look and behold a door was open in heaven and the mm-hmm. first voice which I heard was was as it were a, a trumpet talking with me which mm-hmm. said come up hither and I will show thee things which must be hereafter." so mm-hmm. the requirement of going the requirements of moving from one level to another level, it is found in Revelation chapter 4 and verse 1. You will have to have a come-up-hither experience. And the reason why I call this a come-up-hither experience, I'm going to tell you now. The Bible says that John was in the spirit. His physical body was still on the hurt rim. Mm -hmm. but the spirit was interacting with God in the realm of the spirit. Notice this was not a physical experience, but it was a spiritual experience. What am I Mm -hmm. saying? In order for this experience to happen, you must be in the spirit. That is one. Mm -hmm. Just stick stick it right there. That is one. Look Look at what happened after John was in the spirit. The angel spoke to him, indicating to him that the access was given unto him to move right. to another level, to come up hither. So, yes, you can be in the spirit, but there is another level now that it will not take your strength, it will not take your mind. It is right. not by night, neither is it by power. But it's by my spirit says the Lord, glory be to God, glory be to the Lamb of Jesus. But there is another level that you need to move now in the realm of the spirit that is called the come up hither experience. When you are in this level, you are you will be able to interact with things in the realm of the spirit, not only things, but with God himself. So John mm-hmm. was called into that level. So you will need to be called into that level. It is if that calling, the access was given unto John. Look what happened. The door was open. John saw that the door was open, but there was no access given unto him. For many of us who have been praying, we can sense that the door is open. We can sense that we need to move to another level. We can sense that the anointing of God is upon us. We can see it, but we must wait on the access
0: Waiting is not
1: easy, but it is important for him to wait. Watch this. It was when the angel called him that access to move from that level that he was, that access Mm -hmm. was given unto him. The angel that talked with John was the angel that guarded the gate or the door in the realm of the Spirit. So even though the door is open and you see the door open, You must have access. That access can only come by the spirit of God. That access can only come when you are in the spirit. So one of the levels you must be called into that level. A pastor cannot get you there. Fasting and prayer cannot get you there. Only thing that can get you there are the only one to pull you to, to that place. It is God himself.
0: Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I just like to add to that Tyrone, come up with that experience. I love my God is come up, come up,
1: come up. This is what they say to the one day of us: come up, come up. You are too right. comfortable in that place. Come up, come up to our next level. Come right,
0: up. right. Access. You know, another thing I want to add to that Tyrone is um some of the things that we can actually do to to grow. You know, as you remember the other day, we are talking about strategy, you're still using the old strategy, you know, we yes. can change up the thing a little, solitude, withjoin yourself to pray and to commune with God, it's biblical, we saw that in Jesus's life, we saw that in the apostle Paul's life, Daniel's life, David's life, and many more men of God. You know, uh, I mentioned earlier about prayer. Prayer is one of them. Bible studies, getting to know God and his character through his word. And trust me, that's that, that works. You know, uh, service, committing yourself to serving God's people through means which he will reveal to you. And I just love that too. And John, is there any other thing that you'd like to add to the requirements?
1: The requirements? Yes, yes. Yes, we have so much. We have. This is a very wide topic. We can approach this topic from many different angles. The require. I I love this topic. I I definitely love this topic. I am trying to be as simple as I can be so that your viewers. I will not last it. Am I losing you? <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. There are Definitely. so much things we, we can look on when you talk about giving up time. Time is very important. Right. Time is very, very important. So I will, I will say that the more time you spend with God, the more he will reveal himself to you. The more you stay in his presence, the more you will look like him. The more you give him your love, his love will elevate you.
0: Right. The more
1: you put away his self, His spirit will lead you.
0: The mm-hmm. more
1: you move away pride, then mm-hmm. He will allow you to move forward. Many of us, pride is blocking us. Self is blocking us. So just right. like oh, we saw that Jesus would actually, for some of us, we like to pray. We, we like to pray with our, our prior partner, not saying that that is bad. We like to pray in groups. We like to pray with more than one person. But look when Jesus was praying. Jesus always distanced himself. He always separated himself from the disciples right. to pray. Jesus understood right. that this this is not a group thing. This is not, this is not about my fire partner and I. It's an individual thing. It's an individual examination. It's an individual talk with God. The Bible says that in Genesis, let me go back to Genesis. When Adam and Eve was in the garden, the Bible says that God would come and fellowship with them. For many of us, we're still at the place where we are talking. We need to move now to intimacy. And then we move from intimacy to fellowship. When you are at the place of fellowship, God himself will actually lead, and he will come. He he will not send a ministering angel. God himself went to fellowship with Adam and Eve in the garden. So for many of us, we need to move from different stages. This is why Jesus would actually separate himself from the disciples because he was at an intimate message stage. And when he moved from intimacy stage, he, he, he began to fellowship with the Father. He began to fellowship with the Spirit. Glory be to God. So if you are not able to fellowship with him, I, I will assure you that you are still staying at that level for too long. You are not moving from that level. You need to fellowship biblically. The Bible tells us that Elijah was in a cave and God sent Raven to him glory be okay. to god the bible tells us that when when jesus glory be to god was anointed with the holy ghost the spirit of god led him in, in the wilderness this was not an individual fast for many of us, we are fasting with our prior partner. We are fasting with different kind of people. The Spirit of God, when it comes upon you, it should be led you into an individual walk with Him. So Jesus was led individually in the wilderness to fast. And after He came out of the fasting, we saw how He was operating, dynamically, dynamic. He was moving in different kinds of people, Different kind of things was happening demons was being cast or the blind was being, was was able to see, the dead was raised, glory be to God, so we need to get to that place of fellowship.
0: Right. Wow. Well, I love that. I love that, Yaron. If God may permit you, I'd love for you to share uh, one of your experience or encounter with us as you were growing with Christ, as you just came to Christ. And you desire to grow and you're hungry, you know, and you started seeking the Lord. What, I would love for you to share one of your experience or one of your encounters as you as you pray and as you seek God.
1: I like the word encounter because that brings me to my next point. Before I share my experience, right. let me just say to you that encounters are very powerful. Right. Encounters are very, very powerful. But the goal of every encounter is to bring a strong conviction. For many right. of us, this is what is lacking. We we don't have that, that strong conviction. The disciples walk with Jesus Christ and you thought that they would be convinced after seeing so much glory be to God, after seeing how much he had Done, how much he did, how he raised the dead, how he healed the sick how he made the lame to walk they were not fully convicted and I will tell you why, when Jesus was crucified, the disciples went their separate ways they began to do what they used to do, who used to catch fish, start to catch fish if Jesus had never resurrected, they would throw in the towel. it is only the spirit of God who actually lead them back to that place because they say they are saying to themselves, you must be joking. This man just died like that. If he is so powerful, if he is walking in these gifts and these operations, and they were able to kill him like that, who are we? So after it was after the resurrection of Jesus Christ, the disciples were fully convicted. So conviction right. and encounters are very important. Let me share a name. I have so much encounters, even up to this point, there are so many different kind of encounters, glory be to God. And we see encounters through the Bible, it is it, it is biblical, encounter is biblical. It is here in Exodus chapter 3, verse 1, verse 1 to 4, glory be to God, Moses was out in in the backside of the desert with his father-in-law glory be to god and the bible says that Moses came to the mountain of the lord glory be to god and the bible tells us that the angel of the lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a burning bush Glory be to God. And Moses seeing this great sign, seeing this great sight. The Bible says that Moses drawn nearer to see him. One of the things that I love about this story is that they, it creates an mm-hmm. hunger in me to, to meet this God, to have this kind of encounter. It may not be right. the same thing, but something similar. So when I began to read Exodus, Glory be to God, chapter three, and when I came across this, I had a burning desire to have encounters. And I remember one night, this was when I was sick. I will share this experience when I was sick. You know how how very sick I was. You know how I would actually go from different doctors to different doctors. They would run different tests and they would not find anything. I could not eat. I could not drink any water all i do was it was a constant vomiting it it reached to the point you can testify to it as well it reached to the Mm -hmm. point where i was vomiting blood glory be to the lamb of jesus christ and at that point i thought that i would actually die but i remember in that sixth stage in that sick manner there was a lady that invited my brother to a crusade my brother came and said let us go to church at this time, I was right. not a Christian, did not know anything about God. So, you know, so we have some some language out in the world. They start to use them language, they're just like how oh, we have our spiritual language. I began to use those language towards my brother, and he left and he said to me, oh, That's why you're sick, you speak, so You don't want know God. And I remember I, I chased him off and he went. The second night he came back again and, I, and the same thing happened. The third night I did not see my brother. The fourth night I don't see him. The fourth night it was actually my uncle that the Lord uses to call me. And I remember I my I couldn't even wear 28 pants. That's how, how skinny I was. No clothes could fit me. Any clothes, not here. how small it is, that clothes would actually fall to the ground when I put it on. So I was very sick. I did not want anybody to see me in that condition. And it makes me bitter and angry because I, I am saying that how comes God sit on his throne and allow me to go through this. At that point, I gave up everything. I said, this is it. I'm going to die. I tried to take my life many, many times. Glory be to God, and I could not. The Lord would not allow me to take my life. So I remember my uncle called me, and I went down there. And when I went, the man of the audacity, sorry for my language, he tell me say, "Im now go to church." Me must go and say. I remember I started losing language towards him. And I remember I was going up back with a stick, like a rod, like what Moses had in his hand. That was what I had to keep my balance. I was walking with a piece of stick through a very dark bush. No life, no food, nothing. And I remember when I was crying, I began to get hungry and I started cursing the line. And I said, there is no God, no God no God no God there cannot be a God and I'm in this condition for over three years cannot get healing don't know what is wrong and you don't intervene and I remember when I was crying and cussing crying and cussing the Lord spoke to me from heaven I heard a voice that voice was the voice that John heard as if it were a trumpet I heard a voice so loud and when I heard the voice I heard the voice say not another step forward I remember I stopped and I said, at that time, I know that this was God. I don't, I don't know how I know, but my spirit knew that this was God. My spirit knew that I was coming in contact with a being that is higher, a being that is suffering. And I stopped and I said, Lord, what should I do? And I remember I saw this bright light came before me. It was as if it was a spiritual key. And he started to mm. interact with me. He said to me, go to church. And I remember the night, I don't know where I found the courage or the conviction to go. But I went in my piece of slippers on my pants, my whole of my pants side and I go to church the night. And when I went, this was the song that they were singing, bow down and worship him. At this time, I didn't even enter the church. I stand at the outside of the church. And I felt something coming from deep down, from, from the bottom of my belly. And when I when I was about to shout, I said, no, this is not a shout. I'm vomiting. because I was so accustomed to that vomiting thing that I thought that it was going to happen there. But no yeah, vomit were actually- came that night. Sister, there. no vomit came that night. I began to shout Jesus for the very first time. When I showed Jesus the first time, Musician was playing. The box was very loud because I could stay around. every all did there from the church. I could stay at the house and hear the church. But I remember mm-hmm. when I showed, the shout that I showed, it, that shout out rank In the church, everybody stopped at same time and turned around and look. and I started shouting Jesus. And I remember I felt that the church do and they came and took me to the, to the restroom and they began to pray for me. The whole service was interrupted. The pastor don't even get to preach. Everybody was interceding. Everybody was praying. And all I was saw in, in the realm of the Spirit was this man coming towards me with a cup filled with gold, with a cup filled with oil. And I remember even at the altar when they were praying for me, all I saw was this cup coming over my mouth, pouring into my mouth. Something supernaturally happened that night. Remember, I went holding my pants. I went holding my pants. But when I get up, My pants could not button. Supernatural weight. I don't know where the weight come from, but the pants could not button. And for the very first time, after three years of persecution, three years of affliction, three years of, of infirmity, I was able to eat. I went around and I started eating down everything. I hit till me can't hit no more because three years I can't hit from good meat. When I went around, I started eating and I remember that very same night. For the first time, I could be able to sleep on the bed like a normal person would actually sleep because before that my feet was on the bed and my body was on the ground that was how I was sleeping for many many years glory be to the Lamb of Jesus and when I was on the bed sleeping that night the angel of the Lord visited me that same night I saw this bright light appeared in my room and I remember I drove up off of the bed and I said to my brother, You see that him said, No, you alone see. Me turn on the light, I don't see the light. When I turn off the light, the light appear. Me turn on the light, I don't see the light. When I turn off the light, the light appear. Glory be to God. So I recognize and understand that it was the angel of the Lord that uh, that, that uh, abide with me. The angel of the Lord encamped round about them that fear him. And from that encounter until this very day. I have been seeing angels. I have been having encounters. I have been having visitation. I have been moved. I, I grow in in within six months. I grow in so much ways. I grow spiritually that nobody would actually understood how a man just get baptized in one week. The man's eyes was open and start prophesying. In, in another day, the Lord started using him to say, Hey, there an accident what happened. There? So that lady, they're sick. There are these specific demons attacking this lady. The Lord actually taught me supernaturally, glory be to God. I didn't even know the things that I knew. It was the spirit that was speaking directly to me. So it was that. It, that, that is one of the convictions that actually kept me to know that God is real.
0: Yes, you can continue
1: from where you left off you know sorry trust me. About that. trust me sister dear. I know that God is real there is not a man that came and ministered to me and said you need to repent you need to baptize based on my own experience with God glory to God Based on my my own experience with him, that was what led me deeper. Job 42 and verse 5. This is what Job said. Job said, I have heard of thee by the hearing of the hear, but now my eyes have seen thee glory be to God. In other words, Job was saying, I have heard that you are a restorer. I have heard that you can raise the dead. I have heard that you are able to deliver. I heard that you parted the Red Sea. I heard that you are Jehovah Jireh. I heard that you are Jehovah Nisi. All of that to me was just a story. But when the things that I have been hearing about start to manifest in my physical life, now I know that the Bible is true. Glory be to God. Joel had an experience of. God manifesting in his life, glory. Be. His experience changes him. For, 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 for too long, Job was hearing. All he was hearing, he was hearing. But there comes a time, sister, Dan, that, that which you have been hearing about, You must be able to to experience it. You must be able to see it. You must be able to touch it. You must be able to feel it. Glory be to God. I have heard about you from a theologian background. I have heard Muslim talk about you. I have heard Rasta criticize you. Glory be to God. I have heard Jehovah Witness talks about you. I have heard different kind of people say that you are a restorer. and now Job is saying I have no for myself because of the experience glory be to the name of Jesus so we must experience that which we are there must the scriptures when you read the scriptures the scripture must create a hunger for you not just to know about God from within the Bible but to meet God in person to meet him in the spirit glory be to God so that was what that, that, that was what happened to me i read about him in genesis that in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word manifests and dwelt amongst man and i've heard that he healed the sleep i heard that he said lazarus but now I'm having an experience, a comfort experience. When my life was dead, when everything about me was dead, when I was on my dead bed. Glory be to the Lamb of Jesus Christ. When when I didn't have anyone around me, when I did, when, when I did not have anything, when I lost everything. And I did not know who to turn to. Now I am experiencing the God that is restoring, the God to restore, the God to heal, the God to sanctify, the God to cleanse, the God to deliver, the God to raise the dead. Sister dear I don't know, but my life was dead my life was dead but i experienced the resurrection power of god i heard that he resurrected i heard that he called lazarus from the dead and i have witnessed god called my life from the grave
0: (laughs) I <laughs> 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 and not
1: even
0: only a testimony, it's an encounter that you had with God. And that encounter changed you like after that first started experiencing, you know, God, you started experiencing, seeing things, hearing things and stuff like that. And I love that, you know, one encounter can change things, you know, an encounter with Paul, one encounter that Paul had, you know, with Jesus changed him from Saul to Paul, an encounter that Moses had, you know, changed him. And so, like, encounters are very, very powerful. And I love how you mentioned that, Tyrone, because a lot of people are not believing. They are still uh, in in, in disbelief that, you know, Jesus, that God still heals and God still restores. And so when you share testimonies like these, you're actually confirming, you're actually saying, yes, the Lord still heals. I can tell you of a God who healed me. And so I love that, Tyrone. I love how you mentioned that because we're still speaking about the requirements for the deep and one of the things that I learned even from as you're speaking was your anger not I, I saw it but just hearing you talk I knew that after you saw that there was a level and that's why that's why you fast because you you experienced that goodness of God it makes you want to go for more want to experience more, want to dive in more deeper, because you're saying, Lord, I've experienced uh, just one one touch of you, and I love what I'm feeling, so I want to go again. I want to experience that again, you know, and I know that feeling. I've been there, you know, when you had an encounter with God, and you say, Lord, I want more. I, want, I know what sickness feels like. You know, I know what sleepless night feels like. I know what being tormented feels like. And when the Lord comes and restore me and heal me, I'm able to stand here to testify that Jesus still heals. Woo, thank you, Jesus. And so Tyrone, I love that. I love that, Tyrone. But what would you say to a believer who desires to go deeper? Oh,
1: for the best, if, if you desire to go deeper, know that you will not get there on your own strength right. lean not unto your own understanding but in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct mm-hmm. your heart. this is what I'm saying mm-hmm. to you now everyone under the mm-hmm. sound of my voice lean not unto your own understanding trust in the Lord with all thine heart and right. he will lead you into the deep because for me, mm-hmm. the deep was not a place that I was familiar with. Even now, Sister dear, there are things right. that the Lord will show me in the realm of the spirit. And I have right. to trust God to give me the interpretation. I mm-hmm. have to believe that this is what God said. When I stand before any individual prophesying or operating in discernment, I have to remove Tyrone. I have right. to remove to And then I will allow the Holy Spirit to speak. So you, you are requiring to go deep. You want to go deep. But what is blocking you now is it is not fasting. You you, you have mastered that. It is not prayer. Yeah. You have mastered that. It is not reading the word. You have mastered that. What is blocking you now, yourselves must be moved out of the place. Because when your self right. is, what, 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 what you are saying to God is, I am giving myself to you. And when I give mm-hmm. myself to you, now I am available for you, for you to use me. Right. If, I, if you right. are a vessel, if you want to be a vessel, forget about yourself, a vessel of honor, a vessel of power. Forget about yourself. Remove yourself out of the way. Focus on Jesus. Glory be to God. Look to him. The Bible tells us that That Peter, when he saw Jesus walking on the water, defiled him the laws of man. This was not being done before. Before Jesus walked on the water, there was no man who walked on the water. So before it was impossible. So look at it now. With you, there are many things that you are seeing in the spirit. And with your natural knowledge, it is impossible. With Peter's right. and the disciples' knowledge, there, there is no one that can walk on water. But the Bible says that they saw Jesus walking on the water. And when they saw Jesus on the water, they was afraid. Why was they afraid? Because there was this light coming from him. Glory be to God. There was a light radiating from him. So when they saw the light, they thought that it was a doping. They thought that this was a spirit. In other words, it was the spirit of the sea. Glory be to God. But Jesus said, be not afraid. It is I. You are. You want to go into the deep, but you are afraid of what people will see. You are afraid of what you might experience. You don't know how to take the first step. But look what Peter did. Lord, if it is you, bid me to come. Glory be to God. Now you need to ask Jesus this question. I want to go to the deep, Jesus. But if it is you that is taking me to the deep, bid me to come. Because if it's not you taking me to the deep, I don't want to go. The Lord said unto Peter, come. You will hear that voice. Come. If you don't hear that voice, stay, don't come out. If you don't hear the voice saying, Come, the Lord said unto Peter, Come. And the Bible says that Peter stepped out of the boat. And he began to walk on water. What was impossible, now was becoming possible. What was invisible, right. now was coming visible. Glory be to God. And Peter began to walk on the water towards Jesus. But when Peter began to look at the wave, glory be to God, the Bible said mm-hmm. that Peter began to sink. Now, if you are trusting God to go into the deep, don't look at the wave, don't look at the storms around you, don't look at the situations around you you are on your way of going to the deep keep your eyes upon him because watch this what your eyes see that will you conceive what you conceive that will you manifest what you manifest that will you will give birth to glory be to god so keep your eyes on him when your eyes is upon him he will pull you into the deep and just like a baby that is creeping glory be to god i have a little daughter and there are times when she would actually creep towards me. This is how some of us are in the spirit. We are still creeping towards him. And just like all oh, the father would not lead the side of that baby, Jesus is saying that I am there with you. I am walking you through the deep. I am taking you into the deep. No man can lead you, only I can lead you into the deep because the deep was created by me. I The deep cannot prevent my power. The deep cannot stop my glory. I am the master of the deep. So you want to go into the deep, look to the master of the deep. And when I would watch this child crawl, there are times when she creeped, she tried to walk, she fell. There are times when she walked, she fell, she walked, she fell. But what I admire about this child, she was determined to walk. She was determined to hold my hands. There are times when I would go and I would say, take my hands. And she would actually try to stand up and take my hands but there is a time when I recognized that she was walking and when she held on to my hands I was able to lead her and that's what God is saying now hold on to my hands just like a baby would hold on to the mother or the father's hands trusting the mother and the father That the baby put so much trust in the parent. Glory be to God. Knowing that the parent will not hurt them. The parent will actually protect and lead them. And God is saying that when my hands, when your hands is in my hand and I am walking you through the deep, trust me. Knowing confidently that I will lead you into the deep. So number one, you must trust him. Number two, self must die. Number three, fasting is required. Number four, prayer is required. Number five, the word is required. Number five, okay. convince, conviction is required. Number six, encounter is required. Number seven, there will be mighty God and experience. The experience will lead you. The experience will keep you. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus.
0: Theron, I love that. I love how <laughs> oh, you align them. You know, thank you so much, Tyrone. This was a blessing, especially to listen to your testimony of where God is actually taking you from. And you know, I I, this is a part. I love it. I love it, and I just hope that we can have a part two. But before we close out, I would just love for you to do a sharp prayer for us, Tyrone.
1: Spirit of the Living God. We honor you, we acknowledge you. We know that you are God and you are God all by yourself. Father, all things was made by you. Eternal God and everlasting, Father, as I come before your holy throne even now. Father, I bow down with the 24 elders which is in heaven that cry, Holy, Holy, Lord God Almighty, which was who is and which is to come father i recognize that without you i am nothing father you said mm-hmm. we must be like a child before you and so even almighty god age does not matter i am a child before your eyes and just like a baby depend on the parent to lead them Father, I depend on you tonight to lead your people. I depend on you, mighty God, to take me through this process. I depend on you, Father, to pour out your spirit upon your people tonight, Father, and I pray that that was said, mighty God, it will not fall upon stony ground, but somebody will create an hunger after listening to this program. There will be an hunger, there will be a burning. Yes. Glory be to God to have this experience or even greater experience in the name of Jesus Christ. We decree and we declare tonight, Father, that your will will be done. is not by might, neither is it by power, but it's by your spirit. And so therefore, even Almighty God, we submit to you. We surrender all to you tonight and we pray in the name of Jesus the Christ. We decree and declare that you will touch the listeners. Father, I pray that whatever limitation, whatever blockage, whatever is hindering them from getting to that, that next level, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, Spirit of the living God, that you will go before them like you go before the children of Israel in a pillow of fire and in a pillow of cloud, and that your presence will rest upon them in the name of Jesus. As you go before them, remove the roadblocks, remove Remove the Jericho walls, remove the great mountains in the name of Jesus. Remove, Father, destruction. If it's destruction, destroy it. If it's mountain, remove it in the name of Jesus. If it is weakness, Father, we pray that you are the God that created the flesh. You are the God that... Arm the flesh from out of the dust and so you know how to put the flesh under subjection so tonight father we don't condemn anybody because your word says therefore there is no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus and so whatever it is that they are struggling with whatever it is father that they will not want to speak about publicly I pray in the name of Jesus that you will fix it and when you fix it we thank you that it is well fixed and I thank you even Almighty God that somebody will apply what was said. Somebody will grab on what was said. Somebody will move on up on what was said. And I pray even Almighty God that you will continue to bless and elevate this program. And I decree and declare, Almighty God, that you will just have your own supernatural way. Spirit of the living God, we thank you for what was said, for what was done, for what was already done, Mighty God, and for what you already have been doing and for what you are doing in the lives of the people that will be listening. Spirit the living god take full control tonight as we give you glory and honor in jesus name we pray amen and amen
0: thank you jesus amen thank you so much Tyrone, for coming on thank you so much for sharing with us this was an awful episode (laughs) and i'm sure we have learned a lot you know, about, you know, what it requires for us to go deeper, being as a little child. I just want to thank you for coming on. May God keep you. May God bless you and have a good night. Thank you.
1: May you too, bless you as well and your listeners. Amen.